Welcome aboard! The Puffing Tom is ready to leave the station. Please have your tickets ready. I will be seeing all ticket vouchers. Step right up. How are you doing there, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? Nice, nice. Do you have a ticket on you? Uh, yeah, let me find it. Alright, thank you. Ooh, St. Poplar. I heard they got good restaurants over there. Enjoy your trip. Mm, thank you. Next! <laughs> sir? Are, are you sleeping? Huh? 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 What? Who, who, oh, who the fuck are you? Uh, train conductor. Show me your ticket, please. Oh, uh, oh, well. Oh. Here. Here. Sorry, my bad. Thank you. Have a good trip. Next! Uh, yeah, here. Here you go. Uh, uh, it, is it possible to move my seat? That dude is... He snores so, so incredibly loud. Uh, if, I don't blame you. If you can find an empty space, it's all yours. Gee, oh my god, I, I just, uh... I just, try, I'm trying to work here, but like, this guy, this guy's snoring is just so... Uh, uh sorry, snoring's not exactly a bannable offense here. Good luck. Have a nice trip. <sighs> Next! There you go. Sir, this is just a piece of paper that says, I do what I want. This isn't a ticket, sir. I do what I want. I don't get paid enough for this. Alright, everybody, Puppet Tom is leaving the station. Next stop, Eni's Lobby. <laughs> oh no. But first, uh, huh? today's oh, no. summary. I like this. <laughs> 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 Anyway, it's time for today's summary. CP9 has finally found Frankie, formerly known as Cuddy Flam. Frankie, unwilling to help them in any... All right, Justin, I'm going to need to interject here. All right. I'm, you're going to need a hell of a lot more gusto for this one, baby. Come on, put some, <laughs> put some energy into it. Okay, hold on. So what I'm hearing is you want me to cosplay as Frankie reading the summary. Correct. Gusto. Oh, right. <laughs> <clears throat> Give me some gusto. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yow, yow. Wait, I should do the, the dub voice actor. He goes like, wow, or something like that. Like, wow. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to help you, man. You, you do you. I'm trying you to get you. him by my nice headspace as I slap my forehead really loud. Uh, Just do the summary. <laughs> CP9 has finally found Frankie, formerly known as Cuddy Flam. Frankie, unwilling to help them in any way, thinks back to his mentor Tom, the man who built the ship of none other than Gold D. Roger, the former king of the pirates. For his assistance in spurring the current pirate age, Tom is being charged and sentenced to death. But before being taken away, he tells the people of a dying city that he holds their salvation. This plan is called the Puffing Tom. A sea train that runs from island to island, carrying people and supplies. Unaffected by the waves nor monsters down below, it is truly Water 7's perfect lifeline. Unfortunately, a certain section of the government has discovered that Tom holds the blueprints to Pluton. He's framed for attacking a government ship and taken away to Eni's lobby. Back at the present, Frankie learns that the person responsible for the operations of CP9 is actually the same person who framed Tom. Alright, so which one of you was the one who was dissing Tom? Uh, I think it was me. I, how does it feel to be dissing the man who built the ship of the Pirate King? He fat. He thick, I think, is what you mean. What fish has horns? Uh, bull shark? Give me a sec. Tom from One Piece. What kind of fish man is he? 
I feel like pufferfish definitely have horns, right? He is a long-horned cowfish fish man. Yeah, look at that. That's oh. pretty good. Listeners, look up cowfish. That's a that's a pretty interesting looking little fish. That's Tom right there. <laughs> if you if you squint, I I think I can even see the manly gusto. <laughs> so they finally drop uh, Rogers' pirate uh, ship, the Oro Jackson. Yeah, they do. They Fun that. facts: uh, Oro means gold in Spanish and Italian. I did not know this. I also did not know this. Hold up, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How does Jordy not know this? Just don't don't question it. You right? Wait a what? <laughs> Yeah, wait a minute. It, what? <laughs> Don't question it. What? You speak this language. What? There he goes oh, wait, questioning no, Italian. He doesn't speak Italian. There, there he did. He did it. He questioned it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if that makes the cut. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> wait, wait. When you, when you do the soundboard, does it get picked up in recording? Yes. That's the whole point of it. Oh, that's, that's nice. Lit. That's convenient. All right. But where, where are we at? We got, we got distracted by stupid stuff. What do you think is on uh, Go Roger's ship that was so crazy? Tom. Uh, Tom. <laughs> but uh, so what happened? The scenes of Iceberg and Frankie working under Tom. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we now have confirmation, a little bit more in- information on the backstory between uh, Iceberg, Frankie, and Tom as a whole. Iceberg and Frankly. Fra- frankly. Frankie. Frankly. <laughs> frankly. Frankly, I think that the relationship between Frankie, Iceberg, and Tom was uh it was kind of cute so what episode was it i wrote it down here give me a second i got it episode 248 mm-hmm. it's pretty good pretty solid episode from beginning to end i was like that's pretty good let me watch the next one and i said oh okay i guess this was okay too that's pretty good <laughs> i i didn't i didn't really hate any of these to no be honest i didn't hate you. them I, I just thought 248 was really good we had the whole the montage and all that yeah the montage was pretty sick to be fair the whole like uh, Frankie, Frankie wants no part of it for a little while, but, but and then uh, you know he eventually gives in and is like, yeah, this shit looks like too much fun. I gotta, I gotta get in on this one, baby. <laughs> but I can't smile. I can't let them know I'm having fun. I'm just doing this because I'm bored. Angrily picks up the train wheel and hauls it off. Like fucking, I can't believe you're making me do this, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> while we're here talking about Frankie, uh, I got some facts about him. Uh, in case it wasn't already obvious to any of us here, uh, Frankie very much uh, bears resemblance to Popeye, both for the <laughs> giant forearms. Apparently, they're actually both uh, 34 years old. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're voiced by the same person. <laughs> no, that no, would no, have no, been no. amazing. <laughs> that would have been incredible. <laughs> they're just both 34 uh, at the time of watching or as Frankie's introduced. And, uh, you know, he, I thought he was 38, though. Hold on. I want to look this one up now. Wait a second. Isn't Luffy se- aren't aren't the isn't the rest of crew seventeen? Luffy is seventeen. Zoro's oh my eighteen. God, that's the only important one. I think I can make this seventeen thirty-eight. <laughs> I don't get this joke. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. Made a video. And there's thirty-four. Where did I get forty from? We, you're like when you said that information, you probably took into account like like right then and there when you looked that up at that point. Hmm. Mm, no, I think I, I just might have. Uh, what's the word? Hyperbold? What's no? Just uh, hyperbolied. Hyperbolied it. You hyperbolied. <laughs> Not really how English works, but he exaggerated one time. He took it. Fine then. Seventeen thirty-four. <laughs> Stop it. It's dead. It's dead now. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I still don't get that joke. It's a song. Oh, okay. All right. So 
bulging forearms, 34 years old, both run on food items. Uh, also, Cuddy Flam is a reference to two type of uh, ships, the Cuddy Sark and the Fram. It's, it's just funny imagining Oda going, <laughs> they'll never know. <laughs> they'll never guess that Popeye is my inspiration. What's the opposite <laughs> of spinach? Soda. <laughs> They'll never make the connection. Actually, though, wait a minute. Now you're on to something. <laughs> now that one I didn't put together until now. Hang on. <laughs> anyway, anyway. All right, wait, wait, wait. wait uh, Justin, Justin, how to think about the ships. What's the, re- what's the relevance of these ships here? I got to know. I close the tab. Fuck. Uh, All right, it's Brandon's turn to step up. What, what's the relevance of these ships then? Yo, dude, I just knew their names. Like, that was all, all right, I was talking about. You. I yo, Devin, what, these- yo, all right, both, both of you suck. Devin, what's the relevance <laughs> of these ships? <laughs> Devin, don't do it. There's too many spoilers on the wiki. No, no, no. Make some shit up. It's gr- it'll be great. Uh, killing whales. Uh, that is incorrect. It's actually the first. It's the name of the first uh ship that ever went to space. I thought that was Dom Toretto's charger. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this episode? To answer your question about what type of ship the Cuddy Sark was, uh, it was a type of clipper ship, which is a merchant uh vessel. Uh, designed for speed fram is the name of a very particular ship that uh sailed the arctic and antarctic regions uh as part of a norwegian uh, exploration team i would read the names of these explorers but i could not begin to pronounce their names so what does this have to do with space though what are you talking <laughs> it about was a joke devin where are you devin <laughs> i'm so confused <laughs> Someone made a comment about going to space, and I just kept thinking of Anaru. Devin, you, you hate that arc. Stop! I stop do. It. It's 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 traumatizing. I can't. It's really sad that my boat fact is gonna get cut from all this shit. <laughs> it, it be that way though. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. It didn't turn out that interesting. I thought that was gonna be way more interesting. You're the one who asked for clarity i, I was know. like wait i closed the tab i did I all very this. much asked for clarity but i thought it would be more interesting hey jordy this is a one piece podcast right <laughs> everybody welcome to the boat facts cast anyway 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 so so yeah these episodes are entirely frankie's backstory which it cuts back to the present i kind of wish they didn't do that yeah that kind of threw me off a lot when they kept jumping back and forth back and forth they, they kept doing it in the beginning because they're trying to set up where everybody's at like where zoro land where luffy land where everybody... yeah yeah but they would always start from the beginning of when they hit the water. Yeah, it, 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 they did a strange thing there. They should have just kept it with the, his backstory. Yeah, the constant recap of, hey, a couple episodes ago, uh, Lucci just launched these two out into, you know, Water 7 or whatever. Uh, definitely some, like, filler, obviously. Well, that's what you get for a weekly shonen. They, they can only do so much. A week's a long time when you're appealing to nine-year-olds. They're going to forget. <laughs> I'm 25, and I forget what happens in a week. <laughs> you ain't wrong, though. Like, that's that's real life. Yeah, the backstory we get a lot of lore dump. The 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 five elders apparently have been elders for at least twenty years. <laughs> yeah, they were elders even when they were the fairly young dudes. Yeah, how old are they? No idea. And they were big chilling back in the day, talking with a spondum piece of shit across the pool. And he was talking softly. I don't know the last time you guys have been to a public pool, but trying to have a conversation from across the I, pool. I don't know. Sound travels across water pretty well. I mean, is that true? I feel like it's not true. Yes, I don't know. it is true. It does. <laughs> I like how he says sound travels across water as if he's in the water when he wasn't. But we'll, no, he was we'll, just talking towards the water. Don't, don't worry about that. 
Uh, what did, what did they do? Did you guys see the fact that CP9 is run by this this weasel of a man? I'm not surprised. Yeah, I don't. This this is this is crazy to me because all uh uh Sp- Spandam has done in these entire three episodes, it, or two episodes even, whatever it is, has has proven how like inept and totally terrible at his job he is, and then suddenly. He's just in charge of this secret under underground version of CP. They gave him a whole department to himself. He sucks so much. He's been on this one thing for the better part of 20 years, and he's known where it was the whole time. He knew, and he still couldn't fucking find it. He had to send in Lucci and the gang in order to fucking, like, weasel this, their this way goes, in for the last I, four I, years. I, I was immediately annoyed with this guy and how terrible at his job he is the moment he's introduced. Because he he uh, he walks up to... Uh, shit, I don't even remember. I watched my episodes last night. He, I think he walks up to somebody and he goes like... It might have even been Tom himself. Fuck, what was it? Uh, I should have wrote it down. He's so angry he forgot. Was it the part where he was like, I'm going to tell the government that you built Roger's ship? And then Tom was like, they already know that. And what's more, I learned all about your dealings with Gold Roger in the course of my investigation. So unless you want me to share that information with my colleagues, you're going to cooperate. Why would I care? The government already knows about it. We do? That's such a poppycock! Yeah, this is this is this is post fourteen like ten year uh, creation of the top of the. Oh of right, the... yeah, he's already been like making this shit for the last ten years. Yeah, and then he <laughs> just he just shows up on the island after the the puffing Tom's already been made, and he goes, "We know you're the guy who built Gold Roger's ship. I'm gonna report you." And then he goes, the Tom like looks around and goes like, uh, "What? Where have you <laughs> been? <laughs> I was already put on trial for that." I'm I'm literally on probation for that exact crime. What are you what what and are you doing? This, and this <laughs> and this dude this dude spanned him is is supposed to be in charge of a whole like investigation investigative unit of the government. It it was CP five at the time. So imagine I, CP nine was already inept and they already have the fucking Pluton. <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna tack on to Christian's anger here. One Kokoro summed it up perfectly. I think it was like right after uh, Spandam left or technically got thrown out of Tom's place. She said, uh, it's astonishing how unorganized the world government is. Case in point right here. <laughs> Two, and this bothers me severely. This is Rob Lucci's superior. Like this guy reports to him. That upsets me. <laughs> oh, yeah. All four of them report to, the, the, to this fucking goon. He's like the classic scenario of like that one kid in a group project that just shows up at the very end to get all the credit. I may or may not have been that kid. And then, he, and you know, the best part is that because he's a suck up, he gets the most recognition for it too. I, I wasn't that kid. <laughs> and then Oda has like the the audacity to to give this guy an actually like cool model for the future version of him with this with this face mask because frankie bent his face i don't know well, when you take a, a, to- a fucking muzzle loader to the face that shit was already <laughs> weakened because tom smacked him it's true that dude had facial reconstructive surgery twice is it just weird or am i the only one that thinks it's weird that he still has his teeth uh, uh, i mean they could be implants though yeah i mean they're probably uh, i would just chalk that up to implants or something i think he having teeth is not surprising his jaw definitely got realigned 
Also, medical medical things you should really just take with a grain of salt because uh, Usopp should not have Tifa now. He lost all them at the <laughs> oh, Alabaster dude, that, fight. That, that guy should have no nose. He should have like a like at least three discs completely taken out of his spine. God only knows what else that poor dude has been through. Allergy season must be a bitch for Usopp. Unless he has no allergies, he could just be peak human form. Dude, all I'm saying is they they never show his nostrils. I, I'm pretty sure at this point they're just there for show. You know, it, it was kind of proven. I think it was. I think it was last week's episodes uh, when Usopp takes mm-hmm. the part of the Mary that Frankie ripped off and like starts dragging it back to put it back in place. Um, you see him like heavy mouth breathing. Yeah, because he's lifting the goddamn ship. <laughs> yes, but also he's struggling to like suck up his like snot. All right, Justin, you go out, you carry at least a thousand pounds and tell me how he goes. He also has like a bunch of crushed ribs from, you know, like getting the shit beaten out of him like three <laughs> times in a 24 hour span. <laughs> Just exactly like he can lift the car and not open his oh, mouth no, 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 once. No. All, well, my point is here is like as a guy with a deviated septum, I'm a mouth breather. Like it's it's hard to breathe through my nose. Allergy season, the fucking worst. <laughs> This guy has had his skull and nose crushed three different ways. All right. Like I said, medical shit, grain of salt. Don't worry about it. All right. Well, since we're here. Well, we already take that as a fact because look at bullets and how they Clearly don't Clearly not. Shit. We're debating his nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're here not talking about anything, can I just do a whole factoid dump real quick? Sure. <sighs> Absolutely. Is it about more trains? No. No No trains. Uh, Boats? No. Unless you want me to go find some, I'll, I'll do that for you real quick. No, no. Yeah, yeah. What 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 was the uh what was the judicial ship based off of? What what was its name? I did not look that up. I could do that for your next episode. <laughs> anyway, one probably not that interesting, but like uh CP9 Cypherpole, uh probably a play on words of like Interpol. This one I just found out recently. Um I'm pretty sure they show Spandam's face like in the present, right? With like Yes. Yeah, it's all befucked up and he looks like the dude from Phantom of the Opera, but with like his jaw. It turns out that Mask is actually inspired by um the professional wrestler Mick Foley's uh character Mankind. It's actually been established uh because Mick Foley like saw a picture of it, I guess, and like I guess had concerns of like copyright infringement or like gimmick infringement. Oh. He pressed Oda about it and Oda was like, Chotomate. I swear I was the wrestling <laughs> fan growing up. This is like out of like you know respect and homage. homage. <laughs> yes, no homage. Please don't do the people's maker on me. <laughs> and Foley was like, "Oh, thanks for the cool I'm tribute." A fan. He like sends Oda an autograph. Here, here, here's looking at you, kid. Actually, fun fact. Uh, this is my fun fact. So up until recently, uh, so One Piece is actually the third selling comic in history, only behind Batman and Superman, because Batman and Superman have been in serialization since like you know the fucking like 40s and 60s and shit. It's been more than that. It's like 20s, 30s, I think. It recently passed Batman, so now it is the second. Damn. It's trailing, and it may or may not beat Superman in the future. Fuck you, Batman. <laughs> Fuck you, Batman. Damn, not Batman. But, uh, yeah, dude, Spawn is a fucker, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I don't even like his name. I just call him Weasel Guy. Can we consider him a panda man? I keep, yeah, I keep, what? like, in my head, he, he keeps, he, his name turns into Spanda Man for some reason. Um, you know... <laughs> Since we're here, go on. Oh, you gonna say it? You gonna drop the knowledge? Should I? Like, I mean, he's got he's got the eyes, right? Like, he's already half panda. I'll say this: in the One Piece universe, Oda has admitted that certain characters are influenced by like an animal-based theme. Spandam is very much inspired by a panda. 
Mike, hold up, hold up. Big brain theory that just came into oh, my head. Oh, no. Panda Man is part of Cyberpole 9. Oh, no. Actually, I'm actually behind this. This makes <laughs> this makes a lot of sense. And and also, since we're here, do we, do we want to talk about it? Yeah, we should talk about it, Christian. Drop it on us. <laughs> Did Devin see it this time? Come on, Devin. Tell me you got it. No. All right. Well, um... <clears throat> <laughs> We got uh we got we got some treats this week with not only one panda drop. Mm-hmm. We got a whole two panda drops. The first one is a little bit easier to spot. It's uh it's in 248 when the uh the puffing tom is launching out to sea for its maiden voyage. He's standing in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> He's just big chilling. You know they let that ship uh that sea train go right how come they weren't on it they built it well they had already tested it so they were letting the people ride it all aboard ladies and gentlemen Nah, dude. Cool guys don't look at explosions. Cool, cool guys don't ride their own trains. It just kind of irks me that they work so hard and then they watch they watch goons on it. Dude, isn't that a better view anyway? Can't they? Wouldn't you want to like sit back and admire your work from afar while people enjoy it? I would be sitting on that ceiling or what was the top? The top? What's that top called? Oh, the roof. You, you want to Naruto it? Yeah, I want to sit on that. <laughs> uh, all right, now you're just now you're just wild. Now you're just talking absolutely. That would have been cool. No, absolutely not. Am I the only one that got a little bit of joy seeing all the other characters that we've seen in this arc being little chibi children running around? Yeah. Yo, ba- little baby Polly. <laughs> Both little square faces. I forgot their names. The oh, sisters. yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Me, Mozu and Kiwi. I have fun facts about them. Oh, boy. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's get to the other Panda Man. Much harder to spot. But I just luckily kind of offhandedly glanced and happened to see. I actually think I might have missed this one. I, now that you mention it, I don't remember seeing two. I know the first one you're talking about. Whenever there's crowds now, I just I just look like I I I, I pause my I pause the show and I go is the panda here, panda man. <laughs> you here? Is there a, is there a panda mm-hmm. out there? So this one much harder to spot. I almost didn't pause because the scene was so intense. Uh, <laughs> it's it's when the uh, the battle Frankies are assaulting the judicial ship and all the civilians are running away, there's like a really quick uh, couple of frames of a panda man running away from the explosions. Really? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's much harder to spot. It's not like, it, it's just a dude with, with panda man's head. There's no heart nipples on this one. So it's a little bit harder to, uh, to get, but uh, he was there. I feel like that one's going to be a lot more fun to write a little blog about because he's going to be like... <laughs> Destiny on facts. Yes. Uh, more facts. Kiwi and Mozu, that's the name of the two girls with the square heads that follow uh, Frankie around. Uh, Kiwi's uh, very much named after the Kiwi bird native to like Australia, New Zealand and stuff like that. And Mozu is uh, named after the bullheaded shrike or in Japanese known as a Mozu. And apparently there's a long-standing tradition of Oda naming female characters after birds. I haven't I didn't know that. And I did not want to go back and revisit all the like 
women. I feel like we've already gone over that. Robin's a little obvious. Nami, I'm pretty sure Nami is just a reference to like water and waves. Yeah, that's that's a reference to like the the, the goddess or whoever. We've gone over this. Brendan has said this a couple of times now. If I said it, it might have been in like one of the earlier stages when I knew this fact. And yeah, it was er- my early on. I don't know if it was you. It might have been Simi. Might have been Simi. I don't know. That Shout I believe. That's, that that, that sounds be, more right. Yeah, that that sounds right. We gotta listen to some of these older reps again. Time for a re-listen. I'm oh no! <laughs> Next week's oh, episode, no. instead of One Piece episodes, we go and re-listen to our old episodes. <laughs> yeah, we 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 uh we talk about our old episode. Oh my god, no That's stop! A good, wait, wait, somebody somebody save that. That's a good April Fool's bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He's on something. I like this. Jordy's like, but that is a good bit though. <laughs> <laughs> this week we did One Piece with a Lime episodes one through four. Would we the the faded no. uh, first one the actual one just review oh, God. that <laughs> disgusting right. uh, on with the fact dump uh, I think I only got one more no two more one and a half anyway actual facts uh, Rob Lucci's favorite beverage is brandy okay I like how you chose to put that in your notes I can appreciate it I don't have a problem uh, this one was l- maybe less defined as a fact but I think it's a really cool anecdote. Um, so a fan wrote to Odin in SBS, and he was going on about like the meaning and origin of uh, Lucci's name. It was like Rob is another word for steel. Lucci uh, sounds very uh, similar to, I guess, the Italian word for light. Uh, quite possibly meaning uh, Rob Lucci means stealing light or whatever. And he was like, "Oh, this seems really cool for like following the theme of uh, Lucci's like dark form of justice, where like you work behind the scenes and like do whatever." <laughs> Is necessary, right? Ooh. Otis said that this wasn't on purpose. Like, he never intended this for this to be like a, you know, a thread that is kind of formed. But I thought it was pretty cool and worth mentioning. At least Otis honest. <laughs> he was like, I- I'll be honest with you. I just kind of liked like the name Rob Lucci. But I mean, if y'all want to like put all these like, you know, details behind it, I'm not going to I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I also love that we got to see uh, we got to hear more about uh, Kokoro and the stupid frog or whatever. Yeah, Yokozuna. What kind of stu- stupid frog? Wait, put respect on my man's name. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. I, I don't be disrespecting My that favorite frog. part of Yokozuna is that Frankie basically taught him how to front crawl out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> he just like so was so angry. He was so angry at Tom for like giving in to the government and like basically accepting that he's going to get executed in 10 years. And instead of like being uh, like uh, asserting his innocence in the situation. So he just like gets up from the dinner table at one point after angrily sitting there and goes, get, get, get over here, Yokozuna. I'm going to teach you how to front crawl. <laughs> and Yokozuna goes like, oh, we are? Okay. Nom, 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 yeah, I'm yo- coming. <laughs> Yokozuna, the absolute bro, just like goes along with it. It's like, yeah, sure. So I'll, learn how to, I'll learn how to front so, crawl. So my question about Yokozuna, whatever the fuck his name, Yokozuna. Yes. Is he yes. a fish person or is he no, just a frog? No, he's just a frog who Frankie is teaching him how to swim freestyle. My God. He's the equivalent of Karu. He he just exists. He's like he's he's big chilling. <laughs> Shit, huh. good old Yokozuna. I like the fact that we can associate him with Karu. Man, shout out to the Supersonic Duck Squad <laughs> and Eyelash. Love them. Justin, you done with the facts? Uh, I don't know if it was covered last week's up because I wasn't here, obviously. But uh, the Cloud Botterman, the the fairy thing that Usopp saw. Cloud Botterman. I yeah. went into a whole rant about it. All right, then I don't need to be here. We're done. Yeah, we gave that floor to Devin.
Well, the reason I, I guess I brought it up or wanted to bring it up was uh, in my, I don't know, I assume you covered it, but in case you didn't, it was mentioned that um, most people would never actually see one. And those who did were like destined, they, like if you saw one in person, like if you actually made, if you were able to see a Claude Butterman, uh, it was seen as a bad omen and that you were like basically doomed on that ship. Not according to Correct. Devin. According to Devin. That, that's the information I came across. Don't worry. You'll, you'll hear about it when that episode comes out, Justin. <laughs> and then, then we'll add that's, a few yeah, extra that, details. That's, that's still not good enough for Devin's theory. Certain people are in denial. Wait, there's a theory? Oh, shit. All right. No, De- Devin's theory that we still retain the Mary at the end of this arc. <laughs> despite all of the overwhelming evidence to the not that... Oh, yeah. And, and then really quick, we barely went over it. You know, Frankie and, and uh, uh, Iceberg are like relatively different uh, sort of apprentices to. Yeah, like at one point, you know, Iceberg is like constantly making shifts with Tom wanting to learn and kind of wanting to take responsibility for like, you know, the crazy fucking powerful ships. Then Frankie's just like, dude, I want to have fun and I want to make the craziest, strongest fucking things imaginable. So like, the what? thing is, Frankie has too much gusto. All right. Iceberg has too little. <laughs> There's no in between here. I mean, the, Tom's the in-between. I, I look at Frankie's ideology when it comes to, like, his shipwright duties or whatever, however you want to phrase that, um, as, like, innovation or progress just for the sake of it, and, and, like, not thinking about any of the consequences, which is, like, you know, the obvious part. Right. No, I totally agree with that. Any, anybody <laughs> curious? Anybody curious? <clears throat> so anybody the, uh... curious? <laughs> In the in the scene where Tom finally explains to them, like I got pluton, look at these blueprints, but don't cut, don't build it, don't build it, don't build it. But look at these blueprints. But you can look at, look at them, but uh, don't. Uh, no, 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 didn't. Oh wait, I, maybe I'm missing. Maybe I'm misconstruing. Tom gave them the blueprints at the end when he's basically about to like yeah. die, and he yeah. says, "You can do whatever the fuck you want with it, but don't build it." I, maybe he did say that, but he also definitely said, "You can do whatever you want with it." Yeah, there was definitely no caveat. He definitely goes like, "All right." I've given you the plans. I've done my part. You guys can do whatever you want with it now. He, he straight up said, do not build it. No, he didn't. He said, don't let the government have it. <laughs> Besides trying to build the damn thing, you can do whatever the hell you want with it for now. Even toss it if you need to. Yes, of course. While I got your attention, here's another storm of brewing. Mm, I don't know. That was Does this he say that? I, I, do, I do remember something of that, of that caliber. Right, well, too busy looking for panda men. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, I've got the more important goal here. Then, <laughs> <laughs> so as I was saying, back back when uh, Tom was explaining to them the, the Pluton plans and said don't build it, he also brought up uh, a picture of Robin. And, and anybody curious of what he, he was going to warn them about? Uh, I can only assume it's what we already know. Uh, Iceberg is worried about uh, the part where that she's the only one who can read the uh, the what you calls it's the poem glyphs. How does Tom know that? I mean, yeah, how does Tom know that? If if this man, if so, if somebody found this man and had him build Gold Roger's ship, he's got to still have people that he knows that can tell him stuff like this. Mm. I, I I'm on board, Christian. Here, I think like maybe Robin's like knowledge isn't like widely known to all of the public, but I'm pretty sure there are plenty of people who know like, oh, Robin can like knows things and can read things at that point in time she would have been fairly well established in the pirate world also because yeah at that point it was 12 years prior to current events i think she she was at least a teenager maybe even a young adult at that point so we're well past the point where she's blown up an entire fleet of ship and whatever 
event happened happened and people know about her okay hold on big brain moment what if like this is all just one really big long con by uh robin where she's just stringing all along the world government for whatever the hell she's trying to like you know work around with and at the end she's kind of like hey jokes on you i don't know shit i'm illiterate <laughs> I've been speaking Walks out of my room. ass. Hmm, these are words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, pretty much, lastly, is uh, and it's lobby. They they've teased it. Yeah, we tease in it. So yeah, all they've mentioned really is that it's the uh, what the world government's personal like stomping grounds for. Uh, they called for- it a judicial island of sorts. Yeah, you go in, never see the world again. Right, because I got executed there. <laughs> Well, there's court proceedings. <laughs> they're not necessarily fair, or balanced, or even legal, but they're there. Well, I'm I'm also not convinced that Tom's dead. Oh, it was in a flashback. In these episodes, they do not confirm his death. I will stand by the concept of if they appear in a flashback, they dead as fuck. Well, then Spider Man should be dead. I mean, he came back. Well, Tom could come back. I mean, Frank, Frankie should be back. Should, Frankie should be Frankie dead. Frankie should very much be dead. He got should, hit by a train. Frankie should very, very much be dead. I was kind dead. of disappointed <laughs> that we didn't get the part where, like, some mad scientist found him and, like, put his pieces back together as a robot, to be honest with you. I was really <laughs> hoping we'd get that part after we saw him get run down by the train. There's a, there, there's a moment where it actually seems like Frankie's going to stop the train. Yeah, because he grabs the front grill and it seems like he's stopping the train. It's because it, it it tricks you by zooming into his feet, like he's gripping the, the yeah. rail, and then and it just cuts to it. Yeah, and then it, and then it cuts to him 200, 200 feet in the air and his goggles are gone. He went parallel with the train for half a second and then immediately just got tossed. <laughs> I, I just like the fact how they didn't even confirm he was dead. He's like, yep, that bitch got hit by a train. He dead as hell. He gotta be dead. I mean, but let's be real, though. If anyone got hit by a train like that, like, would anyone even no. question? No, no, no. <laughs> they did show his uh, his strength in relation to the CP9 goons, because he almost beat Bluno. Well, in a straight strength contest, yes. In a straight up strength contest, he appears to be stronger than Bluno, who would presumably Bluno be the struggling. strongest one. Well, he's got, yeah, he, they give you that moment where, like, they, they're, like, hand-to-hand, and then uh, Frankie grabs Bluno around the mouth and, like, starts crushing his skull, and then yeah, Bluno they, goes to, like, Yeah, but they show that even uh, cooler beforehand when he iron bodies, and then Frankie's just like, huh, what's that? Paper. And then you, he punches him again, and you can see Bluno's face kind of, like, worried. He's like, uh, like huh? this, this might, like... This is supposed to be strong. Yeah, this, this kind of <laughs> hurts a little bit. Hold on, in a, wait. In a straight-up strength contest, Frankie appears to be stronger, but, I mean, overall, he would probably lose a serious fight. It was such a funny moment seeing Bluno's face. Like, huh? It's huh? true. Hold up. <laughs> He's like, Wait, wait, wait. I remembered another stupid fucking annoying thing about uh, Spandaman also, because, like, he knock- he gets knocked out, Tom. Tom's like, unconscious on the ground and he goes ah finally everybody lock up tom and let go his two apprentices i don't need them they're totally worthless to me and there's no way tom could have possibly handed off the the plans (laughs) to them at any point since the last time i talked to tom And it's going to take another 10 years for me to put those yeah, puzzle and it, pieces yeah, together. Yeah, and it's going it's to take 10, 10 years for not me not me my subordinates to figure this out it's going to be six years for him to realize what he needs to do and get his promotion. Then it's going to be another four years with 
high level interns <laughs> infiltrating the ranks <laughs> for five whole years. I don't of appreciate this insult to my man Rob Lucci. Don't do this to me, man. Fuck Lucci. My man Kaku doesn't deserve this. Don't you this. dare discredit this man's good name. All right, are we are we are we good? Uh, next week's two fifty one to two fifty four. Quotes. Ah, uh... one, two, three, four. Yeah, that's four. You know, honestly, I it, for the first two episodes, I was kind of enraptured in what was happening, and I didn't really write down too many quotes. Uh, I I wrote I wrote down one when uh when Tom was like being confronted by the judge for the first time and he was talking about like you know like what he can do for for Water Seven as a whole and be like I'm gonna build this ship. He's like people can go through all islands for work and for play. We'll create a booming economy and give this island back its gusto. And I'm like yeah yeah gusto. Is that what he is that what he says in the dub? Is that his is that his thing in the dub? Is gusto? Yeah yeah. yeah. What does he say in the sub? I forget. <sighs> it's not gusto. It's ah. Uh... Why can't I suddenly remember this? I just saw these today. What the hell? Fuck. You know, I do remember they do change it in the dub to Gusto. Yeah, I vaguely remember this. That explains all the Gusto comments, because I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? I thought at first we were quoting Isaac, because Isaac kept saying Gusto. But now I, now I realize that he was probably just quoting Tom ahead of time. Anybody anybody look into it? I need to know what he says. I'm looking, into, I'm looking back at the episodes. I'm just trying to... Yeah, just tell somebody me. tell me what he fucking says. I gotta know. I'll look it for it. God damn it. Reso- resolutely there resolutely we go. That's- resolutely gusto's way better that's just so long i think it's definitely a translation thing yeah the japanese word might be a lot cooler all right you guys really don't have quotes i didn't write down quotes i got captured in the moment and i assumed everyone else would like cover me so mine mine only one is uh when frankie's like uh something something pirate blueprints and he's like no 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 no. there's no such thing as blueprints for a pirate ship Frankie, there's no such thing as blueprints for a pirate ship. It's the flag, boy. Skull and bones means pirate ship, and a seagull flag means that it's navy. Whatever you build, just remember this. Build it with pride and a whole lot of manly gusto. He sounded like Kratos in that in that <laughs> little instance. When he said boy, boy. It's the flag, boy. It's the flag, boy. Uh, I got three more if I can come back to B. Hello. I think you got the floor unless Devin's got something. I ain't got shit. The the narrator uh came back in these apps and hey. he's he's a G again. I, I really liked it. after the, the C train goes off and they're they're like watching it go off into the sunset. You can hear that narrator in the background being like Twelve years ago, departing from an isolated city in decline, and full of passengers who'd almost given up hope for a brighter future. The sea train Puffing Tom embarked on its maiden voyage across the sea. I got, I got, uh, I got one from uh, Iceberg when uh, you know he, he was he was yelling at Frankie after like all the, the the ships were like destroying the stuff and he got framed and everyone was like getting all pissy about it and the Tom's getting framed or whatever and then Iceberg's just like flipping out a poor Frankie over here he's already feeling bad enough and then he's like beating the shit out of him being like weapons are made to hurt people and you did this you have to take responsibility because you're a fucking idiot I'm like when Bro. will you learn when will you learn that when will you learn if we can't get Tom back i'll never forgive you i mean he's kind of right though like i don't i don't forgive him either wow wow that's that's a little fucking rude to be honest with you but is it yo dude tom knew tom was fine with that right like he he gave frankie the skills to pursue this 
lifestyle, okay? <laughs> like, they all knew the risks, and they were fine with it, all right? This isn't all on Frankie. At some point, Tom could have stepped in and been a big daddy that he wanted to be and been like, yo, boy, we should probably just mail some of these ships you ain't using because they are a little dangerous. But nah, he was like, eh, they're fine. No, no, Iceberg was right about that. Destroy the old ones. What are you doing with those old ones? All right, but I'm not putting all the blame on Frankie. Like, they, they, all of them could have done any of that work, and they chose not to. So, like, I, that's all I'm saying. I don't think Tom ever would because he takes pride in building his Damn ships. Damn right, he and he shouldn't because they're fucking sweet. Anyway, uh, I want let me interject real quick right here because uh, I remember thinking about this when I was watching the episodes. Um, so it was briefly mentioned, uh, Frankie. So he was abandoned by his parents, obviously, but like it wasn't like they just dropped him off at Tom's like doorstep. They yeeted his ass <laughs> off a ship. <laughs> And he just floated. He just floated to Water Seven, and Tom found him or whatever. Um, <laughs> and, and every time, and it's probably one particular time when Tom goes off about like being proud of the things you make. I always just looked at him, and I was like, "Damn, you're probably like thinking as Frankie as your kid, and like there's some like really deep parallel here, or maybe I'm just wrong." But this, this, this hits. This just hits right. No, it's there. This it's is definitely there. This is, this mm-hmm. is what. This is when uh, I have the whole thing written down. If if I if I'll be allowed to recite it, but this is when uh, Frankie uh, is. They're talking about the battle Frankies and how they're the the those things are the ones that attack the judicial ship and like everyone's just sitting there chilling and like Tom's just sitting there in cuffs chilling and then Frankie's like ah oh, my ships did this. Fuck those ships. I don't want, they're not my ships anymore. And then Tom gets like really angry with them. Breaks before, his handcuffs. Breaks his cu- <laughs> yeah, breaks his handcuffs off like they're like it's paper fucking mache rips him off. <laughs> he does that Superman thing where he goes clink and <laughs> punches the shit out of Frankie and he goes sailing and Iceberg's like, oh my God, I've never seen I've never seen him hit Frankie before. This is the first time ever. And then, uh, and then Tom marches over to where Frankie's laying on the ground, and he and he goes. Even if the ships you build hurt someone, even if they destroy the world, even if no one else does, their creator must love them unconditionally. The one who made them must never deny them. Don't place the blame on the ships. You must be proud of every ship you've ever created. Just you know, gusto. It's so gusto. good. I wish I had a dad like Tom. I kind of like the resolutely better. No, we 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 love Tom for that one, man. I, I was that was my last quote too. <laughs> oh damn, get sniped! <laughs> no, it's good. I, I'm glad it got sniped. The only other quote I have is is more of a joke because uh, it's the line where Kokoro goes like, "Any any lobby is the judicial island owned by the government. No criminal is ever taken there has ever returned," and it just feels like a line thrown in there to be like. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Give me a minute. Like whether we break, whether we break Tom out one day, or like our goons are going there. Because like, I mean, the way this is going, they're losing these fights to to Cipher Pole. Like they could very well just get hauled hauled off to Annie's lobby because that's been name dropped for a lot in the last couple of episodes. So you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. What's next? uh golden ham isn't it kind of obvious tom from myspace i nominate the battle frankie 35 <laughs> damn it you took the joke <laughs> why the 35 hold because on hold on i gotta hear this pitch because it's the one that finally defeated a sea king 
<laughs> not just a sea king, but a fish man too. Oh no! Stop! Stop! <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Not like this. Uh, I still vote Tom. Fuck you. <laughs> I vote for the harpoon that speared Tom. Stop. <laughs> you know what, Christian? You know what? I'm standing behind this too. Harpoon that Jordy. Tom. You know it's gonna happen now. You realize that, right? Because then Devin's gonna pick it. See, see this, see this. You don't see it, but this is no regret face. No regret. All right, well that's fair. All right, well what do you got, Devin? You're gonna be the tiebreaker. What are you gonna do? Is it meme time? No meme. So wait, it's it's broken between Tom and the harpoon that stabbed him? Yes. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the harpoon was mostly a joke. I like the battle, Frankie, a lot more than the Stop harpoon. Stop flip-flopping, you fool. <laughs> I stood behind you, Captain. What is this? <laughs> I'm so confused. It's, the the, cho you the choice is clear, me. Devin. The Tom or the harpoon that stabbed him? <laughs> Go with the harpoon. <laughs> Cause it's so dumb. <laughs> what are you gonna do, Christian? Are you are you doubling down or are you jumping away? Cause it's it's gonna go to a two-two. I'm I I the harpoon. Thirty-five. Oh wait, what? Oh, oh, we're back. All right, that's three to two. It, and just like that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> a beautiful fish man with a great mentality gets absolutely robbed by an inanimate no, steel harpoon no. that that oh, stabbed him. Is, is Jordy gonna no. flop? It's the same picture if you think about it. <laughs> oh no! I've experienced nothing but pain the past sixty seconds of this golden ham. So when the <laughs> listeners look at it, they'll go, "Oh, they give it to Tom." No, 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 no. We give it to Harpoon. No. That's they give it to Harpoon. <laughs> harpoon Coon. Oh. Existence is pain. Uh, so what? Do, what? Do, what do we do next? What do we do next, Coach? Next week's episodes are 251 to 254. Nope, we did that already. That's true. That's, I mean, it's kind of true. I never heard George right, say those uh, words. Grab bag this week is a career day. Shit. And since we're, we're <gasps> running out of fruits to do, I thought of the, the Dordoy fruit. Oh, we're doing okay. it already? Oh, oh this is right, cool. easy. I, I saw this. I already knew what I was going to say. Hell, it's easy. I may or may not been, have been lazy and thought of the first fruit that came to mind. I mean, okay, I mean, that works. that's fair. I can get right. behind that. Please tell us. Tell us what the obvious answer is. Oh, they're the most perfect bank robber. They they just crack any safe. Okay, I, I feel like at some point we need to put a caveat on this one and pick like an actual job that like hey, would have that, payroll. Those are hardworking criminals, all right. I feel like the point of being a criminal <laughs> is that you don't want to work that hard for a massive payout. You're like, working. I'm no, gonna... you're you're. Mm. Okay, it's working smart, obviously. But that doesn't. Okay, but this. But this is career day. Not. Not like. Car uh, you never heard the term career criminals? Yeah. Uh, it, uh, yeah. You, 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 you gonna bring that to your fucking your your daughter's like bring your daddy to work day or whatever the yeah. hell that fucking shit is? If a dude told me yo I rob banks for a living, I'm like, so you like a Robin Hood or you just trying to become the next Jeff Bezos? If he's on some like Robin Hood kind of scheme, he'll never. There's not enough banks in the world. Why are you lying? There doesn't need to be. You just need to rob the like three no, biggest the next ones. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. See, see, I had the opposite idea the for this opposite like, idea. Go on. Career day. Yeah, he'd be the bank owner, dummy. 
Yeah, now because we're you talking. just have to make a super safe that you physically cannot open, and then he goes, "Oh, you want some money? One second, click, click." He just rolls back. He opens his own <laughs> door. He walks in. You know, grabs the deposit or withdrawal. Click, click. Walks back out. Here's your money. Your money seems is highly perfectly impractical. safe. Then he has to work every day of his life. Then yeah, but he could charge high interest rates because no one can break into his bank because there are no doors. How many heist movies have you seen? How many times do they just, like, go through the door? Steal the bone? <laughs> well, but what them. he's saying is you can make, like, a, a special container where you can store, like, this massive amounts of money that is literally impenetrable to anyone other than the guy with the door-door fruit. Impenetrable doesn't matter when you can... How many times have you seen them, like Jordy just said, just haul the safe away? At that point, it doesn't matter. You can take but however you long you want to break. in a specific way so it can't be moved and it can't be opened... Have you ever seen a heist movie? Yes. I've seen plenty of them. I've only seen one where they take the whole fucking safe out. There's always a common denominator. It's called the door. No, no. This is always the thing about it. It was like, all right, I'll give you the fact that there's never been a one that goes and there's no door. But there's uh, always like they have this and this and this and this and this and this. And they have also this. And we're, st we're still going to rob it. And, and you know what happens, Jordy? When, when, when there's a door, they can get in. What happens when you take the door away, Jordy? You have a whole box. Take take the box. You have an the unlimited time now. The box would be now. huge. You can't move the box. Only one movie did they take a huge ass box, and that movie was fucking stupid. It's just fast and furious. Devin, you're under the assumption this person's well trained and they can do protect <laughs> themselves in any way. No, I'm not under any of those assumptions. I'm just saying that he's going to own his own business and say, "Hey, hey, uh, Mr. Millionaires, I can protect all of your money, and literally, and nobody can touch it but me." Except someone pointing a gun at me, then then you know they might have the money. <laughs> nah, he'll turn on Iron Body and then he's bulletproof, like he's fine. No, Iron, no, 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 you can't just call Iron Body on this. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we know Iron Body's not a not a devil fruit, so we could. You know, I, I see where moralities lie. You know, bank robbers and all that, but you know, I was thinking of a locksmith. You know, simple emergency locksmith. You can lock your stuff out of the car. I feel like, like I'm crazy. I feel like I'm surprised that none of you has said the real answer here. He's a bouncer, guys. He he works in front of the club that has no entrance, and he can stop anyone from going in. It's the easiest fucking solution. Nobody can get into the club unless you get past the door door guy. Is there no windows? You know, Jordy, I just want to point out that, like, you say, like, we're morally disaligned, but if we really think about it, a bank robber is just a different type of locksmith. The morally ambiguous one. <laughs> I also wonder about locksmith. You're only proving though. my point. When you say locksmith, like he can just make a door out of anything. So why is he? Oh, he's not trying to unlock the locked thing. He's not yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. fix the locked thing. He's just trying to get into whatever has yeah. been locked. Like you locked yourself out of your house one that one time. No he's more. Just put call himself this in and just open the door on the other side. Easy. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I've. I feel like we've we've done the out of like public service worker before, but I feel like having the door door fruit would be a really good like like firefighter thing because then Except you could the walls on fire right like if the walls on fire like fire fiery uh wood just blocks your pathway you could just be like all right i'm gonna go this way instead or a police officer True. trying to like get mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. a house that's occupied by rob by by bank robbers <laughs> I want to I want to throw one thing in the mix that's actually a semi spoiler because uh, uh, we don't actually know enough about his power yet. And this might change the game dramatically. But that's fucking busted. Man, that's that's a 
very sorry audience if you didn't know that that feels like a big spoiler in my book Hey, that's I, a big I'm just spoiler. telling you also, what he can do, man. I, I'm also a little sad because I feel like that reveal would be really cool, but... Well, uh, come on, Look man. Look at you. Like, you know, oh, come on. The... What? Brendan, you did it to us. You know what, audience? You you were not going to hear it. Dylan, bleep that. What? Oh, okay, fine. My bad. Uh, we, we, give, we have shit to Justin. We need Justin for this. We need to give shit to you. Yeah, you should leave like the spoiling is... to me, kid. All right? This is... <laughs> <laughs> Equal shame. 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 All right, fine. I, I gave my piece. I know he's a bouncer. Fuck you, then. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, why aren't you more angry? I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> you should be more angry. You get shit on all the time for this. I reformed my ways, and here this guy stooping down to my former level. Come on, man. Expect better from you. Losers. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, since, I, since I keep forgetting this... I wrote it down on the sheet. I'm gonna give, we're going to give a big shout out to Tusop. I don't know if you guys saw the photo he sent us. I did, in fact. Yes. It was a hot photo. <laughs> the, the one with uh, Sanji making Gordon Ramsay an idiot sandwich. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we brought that up because I never posted it and I never saw anybody else post it. I assume we want to wait or like. Yeah, we were waiting to, to give him a shout out and we kept forgetting. But here we are now. So shout out to good old Tusop. Is there a reason he's called Tusop? He asked for this. <laughs> He specifically first wanted all, his nickname to be Tusop. So, uh, since this person gave us the first official fan art, we we decided to embe- um Wait, did he give us did he give us Sky Sky Fieri also? This is the first official good fan art. Whoa, uh, whoa hold on whoa, now. Whoa, Dylan def- definitely that. cut that. In fact, for for this for this cut Justin out of the whole episode. <laughs> Wait, hold on. This motherfucker just spoiled something, but I'm getting the axe. I told you you should have gotten angry. Some bullshit. What's it called? The, the other person did not want to be named. They did not want any anything associated with them with that Sky Fury picture. Which is fine. Yeah, so this is Tusop. Tusop's reason for being Tusop. It, it, it's Usopp's younger brother and Yasop's illegitimate son. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Relatable content. And uh, the way he, the, the person handed it to us, he was like, I, it, I used some of your facts for my little book club because they, they started a book club with their friends. Yeah, so they're, they're like book clubbing One Piece, and every time they get to a certain uh, part, uh, they like listen to our episodes. Anyway, thank you, Tusop. Damn. Shout out to Tusop. Thank you, Tusop. Another child Yasop left behind. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the list goes on and on. Fuck every day Yasop becomes I, worse. I secretly can't stand Yasop. No, we, we all can't. All right, we're done here. We're done here. Bye-bye now. You guys could follow us on Twitter and Instagram. At Panda Sightings, and you can ask us questions at pandasightings at gmail.com. All right, later. later. Thank you. I jumped off the train, by the way. Dirty no. You ain't taking me to Annie's lobby. Never. <laughs> <laughs>